And welcome to the show. I do appreciate you tuning in. I'm Dave Woods, and this is In the Country, where we celebrate Canadian country music. Please tell your friends about us and share this podcast. And, of course, like us on Facebook at our In the Country with Dave Woods Facebook page. We have a great show for you. My featured interview is with London, Ontario's Aaron Allen. We first got to know Aaron from his radio release, Where Music Comes From. And now he's following that up with a song called Good Tattoo. And he wrote this song with hit songwriter Phil Barton. We'll get the story behind the song, and we'll play it here on the show. In our new music spotlight, it's Elise Saunders and her great new song called Feel You Leaving. It just came out, and a video for it was released recently, which is amazing. We'll play that song. In our In the Country flashback interview, I chat with Megan Patrick about the time not too long ago when they shot her video for Country Music Made Me Do It, and they closed down Broadway in Nashville to do that. And it's a full circle moment. Megan will tell us all about that a bit later on here in the show. Right now, my interview with Aaron Allen. It's forever, there's no going back. It's permanent when you got something like that. Ain't going nowhere, stuck on you. And all love is like a good tattoo. And that is the brand new song from my guest Aaron Allen from London, Ontario. The song is called Good Tattoo, and he wrote that with hit songwriter Phil Barden. We'll talk about that song, and we'll play another one from Aaron, another great one on the way. We'll get into his influences and songwriting approach and much more. Welcome to the show, Aaron. How are you? Uh, Great, Dave. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you being here. This is great. We uh, connected online, and we've met in person since, and I've got to know your music. Uh, and this is great. You're really doing some cool stuff. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> That's great. Well, it's great when you're having fun at it, right, and you enjoy what you're doing, which I know you do, of course. And I see a lot of clips of you up on stage, and it looks like it's like a second home to you. Yeah, I've been doing this for about 20 years now, so I love doing the uh, doing the stage thing, and it's been a really busy summer, so it's wrapping up soon. I'm kind of tired if <laughs> I've had a lot of shows, but uh, <laughs> we're not done rocking yet. There's a few still. Awesome. It's it's a real endurance test, right? As much as you love it, but you, like you said, you're putting on a lot of shows, some of them back-to-back, so I'm sure it uh, gets a little tiring at times. Well, it does. I got I got a six year old and ten month old, so you know I'm uh, <laughs> and, and I work a full time job, so you know it's tough. Wow. But we're we're trying to give music a go, right? And uh, hopefully yeah. soon we can free up a little more time for music. Exactly, I like that. Uh, I see that happening for you because a lot of good stuff, a good buzz about you going on. You're getting radio airplay. Uh, the song that it started with that I got to know you and the big song out was Where Music Comes From. You wrote this with Jimmy Thau from Sons of Daughters. And as we know, they're blowing up all over the place with hit songs. Uh, tell me about writing with Jimmy. Oh, writing with Jimmy is so good. Uh, we just wrote another one a few weeks ago, but uh, he's just such a, a talented guy. Like usually I'll give him an idea and it'll just spill out of his head immediately. And, and we got a song in no time. I think it took maybe wow. 45 minutes to write where music comes from. 
pretty amazing when you write with someone like that who just has that gift to to, to write it, and it's and it looks effortless. It is pretty effortless for him. Uh, we work well together because <laughs> I'm more rude. It's great. He's he's a real pop guy. He's got a really good melodic pop sensibility, and I'm a really kind of like traditional, honest from the heart guy. So when we write together, we kind of balance each other out. I feel really well, and uh, you know, just just works. Thanks, Aaron, and I'll return with more of my chat with Aaron Allen in just a moment. Right now, we turn to the new music spotlight here on In the Country. At this time, we feature Elise Saunders and her brand new song called Feel You Leaving. She also released a video for it recently. Check it out online and check her out at elisesaunders.com. This song was written by Elise, Doug Folkins, and Sean Moore. Let's hear it now, Elise Saunders with Feel You Leaving in the new music spotlight on In the Country. Text me back. I'm walking this beach where we wrote our names in the sand.
And that is Elise Saunders in the New Music Spotlight with her great song, Feel You Leaving. Let's return now to my interview with Aaron Allen. So your influences are more, and I'll let you go into them, are more on the traditional side of things? For sure. I'm, uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Lyle Lovett, Steve Hurl, uh, Chris Knight, big fans of all those singer-songwriters. Mm-hmm. So I don't know anything but straight from the heart, you know. So sometimes it's, uh, I, I don't know if they, you know, have the best melodic sensibility, Steve Earle, you know. They're storytellers. And I consider right. myself a storyteller. So that doesn't translate on radio nice. the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a different sound, but <laughs> that's funny. Uh, it, it can, but I know what you mean about storytellers and just that what that sound is about. And, I mean, Steve Earle yeah. was amazing, obviously had a great career. Uh, but we, and we need storytellers, too. It's great to hear the popish songs, and they can have depth and, and all that. Uh, but the storytellers really draw us in. For sure. I, lo- I love doing just like the solo shows at theaters where I get to talk to the audience and, uh, you know, really we can go back and forth in the audience and they really know what I'm talking about. I love that connection. Mm-hmm. It's cool to play with a full band and rock out, but there's nothing like that. And, of course, you'll be part of my intimate show, uh, Up Close and Personal, at the Moonshine Cafe in Oakville. Singer-songwriter, country music, and we got six great acts, including yourself. I can't wait. It's August 21st at the Moonshine Cafe, Story, Songs, and Six Strings. And, uh, Aaron Allen, you're going to be part of it. Well, I appreciate the invite. I played the Moonshine probably 15 years ago. And uh, I remember it being a great place and a really good listening room. So I'm excited to tell some stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That is going to be wonderful. Uh, let's turn to uh, where music comes from, uh, which you wrote with Jimmy Thau. We talked about that. Uh, and for you, where does music come from? Where is the music that you find? How does it get to you? The music you write? Well, the music I write, it's always been about me, my family, you know, friends, everybody in my life. It's always been extremely personal to me. So that's that's where music comes from with me. And the thing that sparked writing that song was uh, thinking about my kids coming into the world. My uh, daughter, Olive, came into the world listening to Tom Waits. And uh, my daughter, Dylan, came oh, wow. into the world. Yeah. And uh, Dylan came into the world listening to John Prine. So, you know, I wanted to write a song that maybe takes you back to, uh, you know, one of those great moments in your life and you know, who knows, maybe where music comes from is one of those songs for somebody out there. That is great. Well, let's hear the song now. This is Aaron Allen, where music comes from on In the Country. You got a dollar, I got a jukebox. Let's get this whole room singing along. You got a record, I got one better. Hand me that guitar, I'll play you a song. It's folk or someone sing a melody. It's a throwback to the way it used to be. It's a lyric, it's a line that takes me back in time to the soundtrack of you and I.
those 12 notes. It's in my bones, it's in my blood. It's that sound growing up. I feel it deep down in my soul. Yeah, that's life coming through the stereo. London, Ontario's Aaron Allen. That is his first release to radio not too long ago called Where Music Comes From. And that started a buzz for him and uh, for other people listening and just uh, just got a real things happening for him. And we're going to hear his brand new song coming up soon called Good Tattoo. And we'll find out about the story behind that one. Um, let's get into uh, some of the covers you do, Aaron, when people go to see one of your shows, aside from your original songs. What are you covering? Uh, you know, I, I've never been too much into the covers, so I got to play what I know. Cause you know, even as a kid, I didn't <laughs> really, I didn't learn covers. I just wrote songs all the time. So when I, yeah, when I play covers, it's gotta be, you know, Tom Petty or Neil Young, something like that, that I've heard a million times and I can play easily. Mm-hmm. So I'm usually doing, you know, a Tom Petty song and a Neil Young song somewhere in there. I think I'm going to start awesome. covering the yeah i think i'm gonna do uh uh the ramones sedated i'm gonna add that to the set too oh cool that yeah we'll mix it up a nice flavor to the show <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> it's cool when you go and hear something a bit unexpected right i mean sometimes country artists will do a michael jackson song and countrify it as much as you can or whatever or a taylor swift song a male might sing it so it's great to hear something a little different yeah, definitely. I, I'm rooted in punk rock. I started out in punk rock, so I feel like, you know, I learned a lot from Neil Young and Tom Petty and, and bands like the Ramones. So I always want to pay tribute. If I'm doing a cover, it's got to be a part of sure. my life. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, the audience can tell when, when it's an act that, that you're covering that you just naturally love. You're not doing it because it's a, the most popular song in the world. You're doing it because it's coming from inside. Exactly, for sure. Let's get into songwriting, because uh, you mentioned you've been writing songs for so many years. It goes way back, and you write songs more than you cover songs. Um, what inspired you back then, Aaron, to start writing in the first place? Well, to be honest, I, did, I didn't really have a great childhood. So uh, I feel like I, I wrote songs, you know, I'd shut the door to my room, and I'd lock myself up, and uh, the outside world didn't matter. And I would just write songs all day, every day. I didn't even want to go to school. That's all I ever wanted to do. So, uh, you know, a lot of my songs turned out to be sad songs back then. But uh, I was just inspired to write songs to get me through, to get me through the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, music took me away from my reality. It's, it's, it's extremely important to me. And it's something I'll, I'll never stop doing no matter what happens. Yeah, it, it, music got you through those times, and yeah, you can't uh, ever lose that relationship with it because it's uh, kind of a savior, I guess, uh, a lifesaver. 
I would say 100%. Yeah, it did save me, and I think it can do the mm. same for a lot of kids as well. Definitely. There are kids out there who, if they aren't in music or turned on by music or performing, when they find that love of music and if somebody turns them on to it, it can change their life because that, that's just such a positive uh, direction to head in. I think so. And one thing that really helped me is, you know, you find that certain artist that you identify with. And, you know, sometimes it's not easy to talk to the world about your problems. But, hey, there's a lot of artists right there talking about the same problems that you have. And you can connect with them and, and know that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, with the songwriting and, and in the beginning when you started writing, you know, I talk to artists all the time. And the first songs they write... Uh, are usually not great because it's a new thing and maybe they haven't had a lot of <laughs> life experience. But w what has made you a better writer, Aaron, over the years? Can you pinpoint anything? Because for people listening, they can pick up on this as well. Um, things that are, or, or experiences that have made you a better writer? Yeah, for sure. I, uh, you know, I find if I always keep it honest, then the song will be good. It might not be a hit, you know, but if I keep it honest, it's always going to work. That's, uh, you know, that's what I find no matter what. Um, nowadays, I've really opened my mind up. And it's not just listening to Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen. Now I'm listening to top 40 pop, country, rock, which I never used to do. And now I'm doing that to open my mind and learn more about songwriting. So um, I would say be as open-minded as possible. I was very close-minded. Be as open-minded as possible and listen to everything you can and find the good in songs that you don't even like. Learn what the good, why people like that song. What What is it of that song mm -hmm. that people like? And take that and, uh, you know, use it for yourself. Find the good in it because every song that is popular has something in it that uh, is appealing. Exactly. People are very quick, you know, to put down songs and it's like, well, you try to write it. You know, the the easiest, simplest <laughs> songs are definitely the hardest to write. <laughs> True. Yeah. Simplicity is not as simple as the word would imply, right? To hone it down and the economy of words and all that to to simplify an idea is not easy. Not at all. And, uh, you know, Florida Georgia Line did it with that song, Simple. And I, I hear a lot of flack about that. And that's a song like, hey, I wish I wrote that song, man. I can write songs that come yeah. straight from my heart all day long. But to write a song that's that simple, that the world's just going to get immediately, wow. You know, mm -hmm. I'm impressed. It impresses me. All right, we'll continue my chat with Aaron Allen in just a moment. Stay tuned for that. Another song from him coming up. Right now, it's time for the In the Country flashback interview, and we go back to March of 2018. That's when I spoke with Megan Patrick about her just-released album, Country Music Made Me Do It, which went on to do so well for her. It includes the song Walls Come Down, which went to number one for her in December of 2018. What a great accomplishment. There is no stopping Megan Patrick. We chatted about the video that she shot in Nashville for the title track and how they closed down Broadway in Nashville to film the video and how it was a full circle moment for Megan. Let's hear that.
the video for this song is so cool. You shot it on mm-hmm. Broadway in Nashville, and I know they closed down several <laughs> blocks of Broadway. This is such a great full circle yeah. story, and it ties back to years before uh, and a pair of boots you wanted. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, it was definitely a really cool full circle moment for me. Um, the first time I came down to Nashville was probably about seven or eight years ago. Um, we were going to Bonnaroo, which is a music festival just outside of uh, Nashville in, in Manchester, and we decided to hang for a couple nights in Nashville and drive up early, down early, sorry. And, um, you know, I, I had, I was so broke. I mean, I could really afford the trip or the, the festival to begin with, but there was this pair of cowboy boots that I really wanted. And I had my guitar with me, so I sat on the corner and just played until I made enough money to buy some boots and, you know, drink on Broadway for the night. And so, you know, <laughs> come full circle to shooting this video, I'm standing on Broadway on an empty Broadway, which I've never seen before shooting this music video it was about five in the morning and I was so tired that I looked over and there's that same corner I was sitting at, you know, playing my guitar for beer money and boot money, you know, seven years ago. And now I've got this, these three blocks shut down to shoot my, shoot my music video. And it's like, all right, kids, you're really doing it. You really made it. You know? <laughs> and now here's Megan Patrick with that song. Country music made me do it here on in the country.
that's Megan Patrick with her great song, Country Music Made Me Do It. It's an anthem for all of us. And now let's get back to my interview with Aaron Allen. Now, you mentioned about uh, honesty in writing songs and a hit, and sometimes those can be at odds. And I know a lot of artists, you know, who might want to write honest songs might think, hey, I should write hits because it's kind of that battle between honest and commercial success. Do you, now, I know you don't have that, but um, that's got to be a challenge for, for some artists out there. Well, it is, and it's always a challenge for me to uh, do what I do and not try to go a different way, right? Because there are topics I could mm-hmm. write about that might it, it might sell better than what I'm doing right now. But it's important for me to, uh, you know, play on the edges of the box. I need to be inside of a box, and that's fine. But play as close to yep. the edge as I can and, and make sure that I love the end product. I'll never you know, do something that I really just cringe or I don't love just to sell a record. It's not going to happen. Exactly. And I mean, you couldn't live with that, having to perform something you didn't love. And, and for sure, something you didn't love. Yeah. It, when exactly. you said there, I loved it. That it, it. It's almost a quote about the box. You know, you have to be in a box in terms of music has to fit a certain style, be somewhat commercial, but within that box, you're going to be at the as close to the edge of it as you can. That's a great way of putting it. For sure. And, and most of this wisdom comes from my producer, Jeff Dalziel. He, he told me about the box and everything and he's really nice. opened me up. Yeah. He's like, you know, we, yeah, we can bring about, you into this space. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about yeah. Jeff and, and just continue on that line. Cause I know that he produced a uh, good tattoo, which we're about to hear. For sure. Yeah, he's a, he's a great producer. He's, he, I feel like he kind of took me under his wing um, when, when a lot of people said no. People have been saying no for, you know, 20 years. And Jeff has a great way of looking at things differently. And he goes, you know what? You don't sound like everybody else. And that's what I like about you. You are different. So everybody only said, ah, no, like, you're not bro country. You just don't have it. And Jeff said, well, wait a minute. Yeah, you're different, but we can work with this. Nice. Uh, I, I can only imagine how good that sounded for you to hear that after everyone else almost saying that you didn't fit in, basically. Well, I don't want to be too lame, but there may have been a few emotional moments along, uh, you know, these conversations and just just helping me along the way. And man, I just mm-hmm. appreciate the heck out of that guy. It's amazing that he saw that in you and heard it in you and liked, which a lot of people do, like the fact that you have a different sound. And we need that. We don't want to have everything sound the same. So it's great when someone like you comes along with something a little different, which we, which we love. Uh, now, you wrote, uh, Jeff produced the song, of course. It's called Good Tattoo, which is coming up. It's your brand new single, and I think it's being released this week. Uh, yeah, August 5th it's coming out. Amazing. Um, now, tell me about writing this song with Phil Barden, and many of us, including myself, know his name because uh, he's a huge hit songwriter. Uh, what was that? What was the writing session like? Oh, it was amazing. I, I was rather intimidated because I hadn't, you know, I haven't been to, down to Nashville. I never co-wrote before, and uh, Jeff kind of put me through this cowboy boot camp thing that he does. And uh, he sent me down to Nashville to work with these guys. And I think Phil was my third right. And I knew how many songs, how many hit songs he had. So I was nervous. 
and I got in the room, right. and I, I flat out told him, I said, I'm a little bit nervous, man. And he goes, don't worry about it. We're just going to write a song. Let's hear it. And I played a little bit for him, and he goes, man, I love this song. And then, uh, yeah, we just we went at it, and two hours later came out with Good Tattoo. And where did the idea come from for the title and the hook to it? Well, I'm a tattoo artist, <laughs> so uh, I called <laughs> Jeff up go. one day. Yeah, so it applies there. But I called Jeff up one day, <laughs> and I was totally just like, man, I have nothing to write about. And the first thing he says to me is he goes, write about tattoos. So I wrote a verse and a chorus Amazing. to this song called, yeah, I had never thought about it. Honestly, <laughs> I've never thought about it. So I wrote a verse and a chorus. Uh, my wife helped me out because she's a tattoo artist too. So I'm like, hey, just come and shoot some ideas with me. And I had a verse and a chorus and I took it down to Phil and he immediately got it and we just put it together. And I really love the, uh, I really love the outcome. Looks good on you, looks better when you're on my own. For years and years to come, yeah, it's more than just skin deep. Don't you know it's a part of me? And our love is like a good tattoo. It's forever, there's no going back. It's permanent when you got something like that. Ain't going nowhere, stuck on. Our love is like a good tattoo Our love is like a good tattoo Our love will stand the test of time Just like them ink thin lines It's not something that'll ever wear off Yeah, baby, I swear it's not I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve Yeah, for all to see Our love is like a good tattoo
That's a good tattoo from Aaron Allen. What a cool tune and a good spin on an idea and a hook. He co-wrote that with uh, Phil Barden, who's one of the biggest writers out there. And you mentioned, uh, you know, going into the right, knowing the songs that he is a writer on. Uh, that's, that is intimidating. I would find that, yeah, you'd be nervous for a while. Of course, he's a cool guy and settles you down, but the first little bit would be nerve-wracking. Oh, definitely. You, you never know what you're going into, right? And and when I went into Liz Rose Publishing, like there's a big post, a big picture of Jason Aldean outside. And, you know, this is where Jason Aldean writes his songs. And then you go in and there's gold records and everything all over the wall. And I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little intimidating. But, uh, yeah, he's a great guy, totally. easy to work with. <laughs> that is great. Uh, have you had co-writing sessions Aaron, where you've got stuck, whether it's yourself or even even by yourself or with a co-writer, and any ideas you have or suggestions, tips on how to kind of break the the writer's block or getting stuck while working on a song? Oh, all all the time I get blocked up, but um, you know, it's just basically feeding your mind with music. I try to feed my mind as much as possible every day. Listen to hours of music. And write lyrics, write lyrics down constantly. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're doing co-writes and you're just not going to click with those people. It's not going to happen. And you can't get mad about right. that. You just go, hey, that, that didn't work out. So uh, next time, maybe you write with somebody else. But, you know, you find someone like Phil or like Jimmy that you love writing with. And uh, I just keep going back there because, you know, it, it's easy and fun with those guys. Nice, and that's what you want, uh, an easy and fun time and people you connect with and you feel at ease with. Definitely, yeah, because, you know, when you're writing your songs, uh, you can get pretty raw and, you know, you almost feel naked. Right. So it's kind of, kind of weird if you don't, uh, <laughs> you know, you're not on the same page, right? You're kind of exposing yourself in a way. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Uh, what mm -hmm. what accomplishment in music so far, Aaron, are you most proud of? It could be a song, it could be a stage you've been on, uh, a moment of interaction with a fan, but anything you can think of, putting you on the spot here, didn't give you time to think about this, but something you're <laughs> most proud of so far. <laughs> oh, well. We'll play the there, Jeopardy been music. So, no kidding. <laughs> there's been so <laughs> many great things. Uh, there's been thousands of thousands of shows, and, uh, you know, there's been great ones along the way, but honestly... When Apple Music put me on A-list country and uh, the curator, he uh, Facebooked me and said, hey, man, we're putting you on A-list country. We think where music comes from is a hit. And uh, I don't want to be lame or anything. I'm a big tattoo guy, but I definitely, <laughs> I actually cried. I cried when they told me that, you know, because oh. it's been a hard road and it just, it meant yeah. the world to me. And I don't care if it doesn't go any further. I really don't. I just... I'm just happy that that just made my, it made my year, all this that I've been working for, you know, and I don't need to go number one or anything like that. I just got a little bit of validation and I just feel so That's great, it. you know? Yeah. Those are the moments you wait for and they, they're few and far between a lot of times in music. But when you hear those words and get that message, uh, yeah, I don't blame you for, for getting emotional about it because that's a great feeling. To, when somebody supports you and believes in you, and at that level, you know, they're music experts, of course, uh, that's a great, that's, as you said, the word is validation. 
Yeah, for sure. They're so in music, you know, like 90% of the time, it's, it's just a hard road and there's a lot of closed doors. So when one opens like that, holy cow, you can, you can almost like it's disbelief. You don't even believe it. Right. Really? You believe in me? You like the song? We're all a bunch of emotional weirdos. (laughs) We're all so fragile. We write these songs and we go, will they like it? I don't know. I hope they do. And we worry about it and we lose sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's 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 amazing. It's a it's a crazy business. It's a great business, and it's those moments, the one you just mentioned there, which is uh, the highlights, and uh, it keeps you going. And I'm so glad you've been here, Aaron, to be on the show and to share these great new songs of yours with your own unique style. And I can't wait to have you at the Moonshine Cafe on August 21st. Uh, for stories, songs, and six strings, and we're going to uh, have a great night, and thanks so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. I I can't wait for the show, and uh, I'm very grateful that you had me on your podcast. I appreciate it. And, of course, it was great on today's show to feature Elise Saunders in the new music spotlight with Feel You Leaving, and to look back at my interview from March of 2018 with Megan Patrick, and to hear the song Country Music Made Me Do It and the great story behind the music video for it. I'm Dave Woods, and until next time, keep it country.